Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The turning point was we got a call a few weeks after giving out the first few batches from the vice president of talent for 20th Century Fox. And she said, I got this product. I understand it's yours. I think it's incredible. I do all these shows. It was Desperate Housewives at the time. American Idol had recently started. A few other things. And she said, I think it's great to prep the skin before makeup. And I'd love to do it. Maybe you can do some backstage things. So we started doing that. So for a year and a half, it's it was strictly like a behind-the-scenes product. No name, no packaging. People would call. We would fill little jars up and just kind of give them out or sell them for like whatever price we could think of. Hey, guys. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the best-selling beauty products and the damn good stories behind them. We're your hosts, Carlene Higgins and Jill Dunn. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. We've got Jill here on the mic. And this is Carly. So some of you may be new to our show. Maybe mm-hmm. we need to give them a little refresh on yes, what we're all about. Absolutely. So some of you may have heard about us through Mary Claire mm-hmm. in the UK. Just did a nice little mention. Yeah. Um, also, our collaboration with Skinny Confidential with Lauren Bostick. We yeah. had so many new um Instagram followers. I'm sure we have more listeners too. So hello, everybody. Yeah. And Jackie Johnson, who does the wonderful beauty podcast, Natch Butte. She, we did not do a pod swap with her, but she gave us a little shout out, which is awesome. And so we wanted to just give you guys sort of the 411 about what Breaking Beauty is. Yeah. So we are two beauty editors who are freelance writers. Mm -hmm. We write for a lot of big publications here in Canada. And also we started the podcast back in early 2017. Yes. And our whole thing is we like to speak to founders about the damn good stories behind the best-selling beauty products. Yeah, and it's really their story and their words. We've mm-hmm. had everyone on the show from Emily Weissett Glossier. A lot of people ask us to interview Brandon from Desiem. We've done that. Check, yeah. the, check the archives, guys. Yeah. And if you want to know more about Carlene and I personally, we did a whole About Us episode at the very beginning. So go back in Apple Podcasts and take a listen there. And just want to say off the top, anything we ever talk about on the show, it's on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. So if you need to pause and go look there, um, typically we linked out every product we discuss. Today, we're speaking to Shannon Delamore. She Mm -hmm. is the co-founder of Glam Glow. We're so thrilled because it was one of our first that we've done on location at a brand's headquarters. And this was such a special headquarters because I feel like typically you'd imagine like a factory and it's empty and sterile and there's a big, you know, ugly desk. And it's usually in the suburbs in New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, this time we got to go to Glam Land, which is a 
beautiful mansion in the Hollywood Hills. I can share with you guys that I have more selfies on my phone of me with palm trees in the background. Like it is <laughs> that I was probably supposed to be paying attention to something at the Glamland. I'm like, oh, look, another another palm tree. I'm just going to take another photo of myself. But yeah. it just never gets old. No. And all the, the natural filter from the sunbeams. I oh, mean, yeah. you, can't, you can't duplicate that. So we were very excited to be on site and, you know, talking to Shannon, who is just an amazing female entrepreneur. Right after the interview, she was in New York and she received uh, the Beauty Pioneer Award from the Women's Entrepreneurship Day. Um, so that was really exciting. Let's tell everybody a little bit more about Glam Glow because it really hasn't been around that long. No, it surfaced in 2010 amongst the Hollywood elite, yes. but very underground was yeah. how this product was sort of passed hand to hand. And mm -hmm. that's part of the myth behind Glam Glow. And we're going to get into that in this episode. It more formally launched in 2011 and it's had such a rapid trajectory, but it was very unique. It was sort of first to market because mm -hmm. they came out with just the one product. It was called the Youth Mud. Yes. So it was a mask. So to launch with just one product that was a mask was unusual. And then they built a upon that with more and more and more masks and basically became a masking brand that yeah. was highly unusual. Like nobody was buying masks at that, that time. It was way before the whole Korean sheet mask craze. Yeah, there was definitely no K-beauty infiltrating everybody's top shelf. Mm -hmm. And what I really think is innovative about this product and this the, the time that they launched was there was a ton of makeup products that were blurring and HD foundations and all of that to help people in Hollywood look great on camera um but there wasn't any skincare that made you look good in a in a snap yeah. the most iconic product is glam glow's super mud activated charcoal treatment mask yeah. it retails for 59 dollars in the u.s and 75 dollars in canada you know what i noticed that that's a little bit cheaper than it used to be which oh, is yeah? like holler get your hands on it it used to be 69 us now it's 59 so that's great you usually see prices going up not down so everyone can try it out you know, you mentioned that they started with that youth mud, but definitely now the bestseller, the icon is the super mud clearing treatment. It is activated charcoal based. So that was also a little bit of ahead of its time. Yeah. They may not have been the first to come out with it, but it certainly exploded. It's mm -hmm. in lattes, it's in skincare, it's in pretty much everything now. And of course, um, everybody loves it because of its detoxifying effects. It's right. kind of lifts and pulls away impurities away from pores. So it's great for people with acne and oily skin. Yeah. Yeah, it's that holy grail product. Um, I'm looking at the packaging right now and it has that blend of six acids. There's glycolic acid in it and salicylic acid and lactic acid and mandelic. And what I really love about it as um, someone who gets breakouts myself, I love to use it all over once in, once in a while, maybe once a month, but I really love it for the spot treatment effect you can mm -hmm. do. So if you feel those little underground or zits coming up, you can do a little spot treatment for five to 10 minutes, up to 20 minutes. And you just feel like the redness is gone and it's degunking your pores. I'll use it on my nose or just like around my chin area. And I think part of the power of this product and why people are so taken with it mm -hmm. is because it almost feels like you can see it working on your face Yes, with these super mud, which I've been using again quite a bit lately is it, it goes on sort of a greenish gray, mm -hmm. like a mud. Mm -hmm. And over the course of you use it for, you know, anywhere from five to 20 minutes. And I usually leave it on for 15 minutes because it 
turns from the dark greenish gray color to a light mint green. Mm -hmm. And I like to see every single pore dry. It's fascinating. It's almost like the pimple popper effect. (laughs) And then you wash it off and you just have this glow, but it's also mattified. Yes. So again, um, great for people with combination skin. And it's just like you're ready to put your makeup on and go. Yeah. And I think they were really genius with how like you said, you see something happening. And so they were sort of ahead of that curve where it's very social media friendly, this brand. Yeah. And I think we see that with all of the extensions. Mm -hmm. Um, you, it has that transformative effect. So you put on, um, the glitter mask, which have also been huge successes on social media and it dries into like a rubber that you just peel off and you discard in the trash. A lot of people wondered if you rinsed it away, you do not, you peel it off and you put it in the garbage. Right. And then also with, you know, the bubbling sheet masks masks as well. So I think there's a, people get a kick out of it. They like to share on Instagram or on Snapchat. And that's also a huge part of their success. You know, timing in action is kind of everything. And I know there's an article in Digiday talking about how much earned media they have um, for this brand, meaning that influencers are are not being paid to use this product on, or maybe they are in some cases, every, every brand does that these days, but they've secured the top spot for earned media over every other skincare brand. That's pretty massive. Because people want to share because their own followers and likes go up. Yeah. We're going to ask Shannon about all of these Mm -hmm. uh, line extensions later and if her plans are for more, but I think Sonic the Hedgehog was probably the one that most people saw on social media first. It's that the bright blue one that they peeled off. And it was kind of genius in a way because if you took two top categories on YouTube, beauty and gaming, and you put them together, boom, it's like a huge social media sensation. And I think that's when a lot of people, a new audience discovered this brand. Let's get back to Glamland though, because that was such a cool experience. And I think we need to paint everyone a picture. Yeah. So there is neon signs everywhere that say, hello, sexy. It has the integrity of the old Tudor style home, Mm -hmm. but everything is mirrored and shiny and white furniture and white walls. So it's nice and bright. Yeah. But there is those touches. Like you were talking about the gun room. Yeah. They they used to store like the gunpowder and the rifles in there. Yeah. And there's still an old chapel and we're going to hear a little backstory on that coming up. And there's like a, a separate building that's on site that was definitely like a horse stable back in the day. So it's just really funny to see it in the setting around all these palm trees, heart of the Hollywood Hills. The employees are not in cubicles. They're working in the backyard on their laptops, yeah. like eating salads from <laughs> Earth Cafe. <Yeah. laughs> and the other thing that I noticed that I kind of copped was the desk that belonged to Donald Robertson, mm-hmm. who is a consultant and an, uh, an illustrator and artist with Estee Lauder. And he even has a desk there. Right. And he designed that Sephora booth that we loved. Yeah, that was my favorite of all, all the, the selfie ops. moments. That was my favorite. <laughs> Best lighting. And then... We also got to see early prototypes of some of the packaging and that was fun because again, like the packaging is a huge part of this success story as well. I think the fact that it's so pretty and feminine, starting out with a mud product, they easily could have gone the granola route with the whole marketing behind 
this brand, yeah. why did they choose to go this really feminine, sexy, sexy luxurious totally. route? That's There's, what we're going to find out. Yeah. Speaking of the prototype, one that was mocked up with their daughter's crayons. Yes. Back in the day. And they have it like in a glass case. And that's what's so fun about being able to like sort of snoop around at these headquarters. Yeah. Um, and that. be on site to see what's what. I'm sure we also like spotted some stuff we weren't supposed to see. But um, <laughs> anyways, it's very, very fun. We'll keep that under wraps. Although there is some scoop coming up about some potential line extensions from the Super Mud. Okay, very exciting. Fans going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the main event. Glam Glow was co-founded by Shannon Delamore and her former husband, Glenn Delamore, who's no longer with the company. But first, while we were sitting in the formal dining room speaking to Shannon, we had to know why she chose to base Glam Glow's headquarters in a mansion to begin with. We were running the business out of our house, and when we needed to find office space, because I came from the corporate world, I didn't want a typical office, cubicles and all that. I had anxiety, Mm -hmm. like thinking about it. And so when we found this space, it was just like really run down and it was kind of like there was just every chandelier was different. Every light bulb was different. And um, once we walked in the doors, it was just something magical about it. And we were like, we have to have this space. And then we gave it some love and glammed it up a bit and, you know, painted and, you know, fixed some of the floors, um, but just gave it a little bit of love. There's disco balls in the fireplace, everybody. (laughs) That's all you need to know. I love that you guys didn't like tear out all the inside and gut it and take away that character so it's got a lot of room so the white helps it feel super bright yeah there's a chapel you know in here because it was a family um home and you know there there was baptisms here there was weddings there was all kinds of things so it's really a special place it's not haunted or anything right (laughs) i mean we you know i've never seen her we call her her but there is supposedly a ghost um, who's very nice here. Okay. Um, I've named her Murda. I don't know why, but I did name her Murda, like, originally. Murda or Murda? Mur- yeah. Murda. <laughs> but, um, you know, people have seen different things uh, various times, but I haven't seen anything. I mean, luckily, I'm not here late at night like yeah. most people, so I, I don't know what happens at nighttime, but... <laughs> that was going to be our next question. Do you actually live here? No. No, okay. <laughs> no. Oh, gosh, no. Did that for, you know, the beginning of the brand and, you know, couldn't yeah. call sick I couldn't hide yeah so I'm like forget it I need to call in sick sometimes (laughs) tell us a little bit more about growing up in LA were you was it like 90210 like surfing and jeeps and frosted tips or what what was it like paint us a little picture I mean I think if I could go back to my childhood and my high school days specifically I think I would be a different person um I was like not I was in like the DJ crew and I was a little bit gangster. Well, I thought I was, but I wasn't really. (laughs) (laughs) So I wasn't really the 90210 girl, but I wasn't the blonde tip, red bathing suit. (laughs) (laughs) I was a valley girl. Um, Did grow up in the valley. So I said like, whatever, a lot. (laughs) But we need a flashback photo of this gangster. Oh my gosh. I had the bangs, like the teased up bangs with the hairspray. Like I was like, who am I? The Timberland boots. Oh my God. But yeah, that was me. what was your first job? Uh, my first job was at Wet Seal. I don't know if anybody oh, yeah. remembers that store. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I worked there. I was maybe 15, 16. I uh, always wanted to be a lawyer, but I didn't necessarily want to go. I was not a good student, so I didn't necessarily want to go to law school, and it was expensive. And I was like, "What am I going to do?" My mom was a single mom. Um, so I ended up going to paralegal school and I went at night and, um, 
I did that. And then I got my bachelor's at night as well. And then went into the law field and started as a receptionist and kind of learned and then kind of moved my way, way up and decided I never wanted to be a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what you were doing when all this happened, right? Yeah. We want to go back to talking about the origins of the product. And we understand that Glam Glow wouldn't really exist without Keanu Reeves. Is there a story there? (laughs) There is. So uh, Glenn and I, uh, we used to live up literally like a street away from where we are now. So we were at a uh, dinner party right up here. And he was there, a few other people in the entertainment industry. And he actually brought up, you know, my skin is starting to suffer. I travel a lot. I'm on, you know, sets and long nights and all these things. And I'm getting older. Does anybody use anything that I can use like really quickly to kind of just help my skin Mm -hmm. and everybody that was sitting around nobody really knew anything that kind of worked fast he wanted something really fast and he wanted something that was going to brighten his skin and hydrate and he had this whole list he's like these are all the things that are wrong with me (laughs) so high maintenance this guy (laughs) yeah right (laughs) but thank you um so anyway so my mom worked for chanel for like 25 years at the time and Glenn knew a lot of doctors and estheticians. He was going to consult in for various spas. So we thought, well, there's got to be something out there. We'll go, you know, I'm sure my mom, Chanel's got to sell something. And he's like, well, I can get you something from a doctor, esthetician. And so, you know, party went on and we left. And, you know, I went and, you know, next day or a couple of days later, I called my mom and asked. And she said, no, you know, there's all these things, five different things you got to use. And, you know, 30 days, you're going to see X, Y, Z difference in your skin. I'm like, well, that's, he wanted something really fast. Kind of like he just had a facial you know, walked out of a a spa, but like quickly, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. And Glenn went to the doctors and the estheticians and they said, yeah, there's all these great peels and this and that, but he has to come in. You know, we can't give, give him anything. So we looked on all different retailers' websites. We went into some stores. We were asking questions. There was really nothing on the market that talked about quick, instant results that did a multitude of things. So we thought, well, there's got to be a way to make something. And, you know, if we were to, to do a product what would be the ingredients that we would want to see? So we researched all the different kind of uh, benefits that we were looking. Exfoliation and fine lines and brightening and all these things. And then we thought, well, now what do we do? And we never intended to have a business. We just were like, oh, we'll do this for like a friend. And so I started calling a lot of labs around L.A. and Nobody would talk to me and, you know, were asking me these questions that I knew nothing about, like, you know, minimum quantities of this. And, you know, and I'm like, what? No, I just want one little thing. Like, can you make it? And then we found like this small kind of mom and pop type um, place down near San Diego. Spoke to the owner on the phone and she said, you know, I don't know if I can help you, but I hear something in your voices. I feel like there's a connection. Like she was kind of very hippy dippy, like really sweet woman. And there was like just something on the phone. So she said, if you want to take time, come down to, you know, San Diego, two hours away. I'll sit down with you and see if there's anything we can do. So I called in sick from work and we drove down there and we sat with her and her chemist. Um, and we basically, you know, convinced them to make this product. Uh, and they said it was going to be thousands of dollars. And we're like, well, no, we can't afford that. And so we convinced her to do it for the cost of the raw materials. And, you know, so they go away and they start making it. And, um, they sent it to us, and when we got it home, I made Glenn try it first. He's like, it was okay. So then I go and try it. And so I put it on, and it's, it, this is the original, which is now youth called Youth Mud. And I put it on. Even though my mom worked for Chanel, I was never into beauty. It was not my thing. I used Cetaphil to wash my face, like some random moisturizer, and barely used any makeup. So um, 
put it on and it's tingling. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And if anybody's used Youth Mud, you know it can tingle. It can tingle intensely depending on your skin. And then I'm looking in the mirror and it's really weird. There's like these leaves on my face because we ended up putting real green tea leaf in there. So I started taking all the leaves off and putting them like on the side of the, uh, the bathroom sink. And he walks in and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, the leaves are really weird. And he's like, but don't you think there's something missing? Then when he walked away, I was like, you know, kind of. It's kind of plain now. So I put the leaves all back on my face. <laughs> I let it dry. But it was like this insane moment after I washed it off. I looked in the mirror. The bathroom was a little bit dark. So I could see there was a difference in my skin. But I said, I need to go into the light. So I went into our family room. It was bright light and this mirror above the sofa. And I crawl on the sofa and I'm looking and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like my skin just looked different. Like I, I can't even explain it. It was smoother. It was softer. It was brighter. It was glowing. I mean, just everything. It was, and I looked at him. I was like, this stuff is amazing. And he's like, yeah, I know. And I was like, why didn't you say anything? He's like, I didn't want to, you know, sway you one way or the other. I wanted your reaction to be whatever it was, whether you loved it or hated it. So we had this little tiny batch and we ended up putting it in little jars and uh, he went and gave a few to Keanu and a few other people that he knew. And we didn't say we made it. Mm-hmm. We didn't say. We just said we found you this stuff. Because we were like, what if nobody likes it? And um, they all just came back and said, this stuff is incredible. Like, it's yeah. transformed my skin. Oh, my gosh. How can I get more? Um, and that was sort of the beginning of the development. I mean, it yeah. was it was crazy. But still never intending to have a business. Like, it, the thought never crossed our minds. So when did you decide, hey, this actually might be a business and maybe we could take a chance here right the turning point was we got a call a few weeks after giving out the first few batches from the vice president of talent for 20th century fox and she said i got this product i understand it's yours i think it's incredible i do all these shows it was desperate housewives at the time american idol had recently started a few other things and she said i think it's great to prep the skin before makeup and i'd love to do it maybe you can do some backstage things so we started doing that so for a year and a half, it's, it was strictly like a behind-the-scenes product. No name, no packaging. People would call. We would, you know, fill little, you know, jars up and just kind of give them out or sell them for, like, whatever price we could think of. So we did this for about a year, year and a half. And then, uh, and we were still working, no intention of having a business. We had just bought a house. Uh, I was pregnant with my daughter. The economy crashed, so, you know. I think we paid 900000 for a house. It was now worth five hundred. I mean, it was crazy. You know, we both had normal jobs, no money at the end of the month. Like, we were, you know, struggling to make ends meet. And so for us, like, this was like a little extra money that maybe we could take a little vacation or do something, you know, uh, with. Um, but then we got a phone call from the vice president of beauty for Neiman Marcus. And she said, I got this product. I understand it's yours. I think it's incredible. Are you familiar with Neiman Marcus? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't shop there, but I, yes. Um, and, uh, you know, she said, I don't think it competes with anything. You know, it's one product. If, if you have a packaging or name, if you can show it to me, I would love to put it in all my stores um, and online. And we were like, and I did this call at my law office, in my cubicle, hiding under my desk. Like, it was crazy. Um, I had to like control myself from screaming because it was like, what is happening here? And then we, you know, Glenn and I talked about it. He quit his job first. And shortly before we launched with Neiman's, maybe two months before the actual launch, I quit because we knew that we had to kind of go around the country and train people and do all these things. 
Um, but it was that call from Neiman's that really changed, mm-hmm. you know, both of our lives. Mm-hmm. You've got this underground Hollywood set who are like passing these little tubs around to each other. How did you come up with this winning formula where you zeroed in on these specific ingredients? So Youth Mud is a clay-based uh, formula, but we didn't know what the base was going to be. Volcanic pumice rock was good for exfoliation. Green tea, we knew all of these different things because of what we read. And we're like, oh, we would like to see that. Oh, that sounds good. But when we sat down with the chemist, they said, okay, that's great. You have all of these ingredients, but you have to put them in something. You have to put them in filler. So we're like, what's filler? That doesn't sound very good. You know, and they explained what it was. So we said, we don't, we don't really like that. So what else can we use? And they actually are the ones that mentioned clay. And when we came across French sea clay, the story behind it, the mineral rich content of it, how it's dredged from the bottom of the sea, all of these things, the south of France. I mean, it was just this amazing story. So that's how we came up with the clay. And um, one thing for us that we we saw common in most skincare products was green tea, but green tea extract. And we didn't know what extract meant. So they the chemist explained, you know, it's the process of distillation, but, you know, it breaks down over time, so it's not as potent. So we said, well, why not just use the real leaves? And he's like, well, you can't really put a real leaf in a skincare product. It's going to have mold and bacteria and all of these things. So we challenged them to figure out a way to do it. And then what happened was uh, when they called us, they said, something strange is happening. We're not quite sure what, but we're testing the product along the way. And like the antioxidant level is increasing. And, you know, what was actually happening was the leaves were actually steeping in the mud like a cup of tea. Oh. So as you see all the nutrients in a cup of tea being released, the same was happening. So it was mm-hmm. very potent. That was also contributing a lot to the tingle that you were feeling because it was very potent and antioxidants and the clay and the combination. How did you come up with the name Glam Glow? We thought, well, let's create a name that doesn't really mean anything. So we just started brainstorming. We're like, okay, what does this product do for you? How does it make you feel? What are the results you're getting? Like, what is this emotional experience you're having from using it or, you know, after and looking in the mirror? And so we just put tons of words down on paper and started mixing up words. And when glamorous and glowing came together, it was sort of this aha moment. And we were both like... That's it. So I'm from here, and Glenn is actually uh, English, was born in England. And, you know, he said, you know, on packaging, there's the brand name, but then there's also where it's from Paris, New York, whatever it might be. He's like, we should put Hollywood. And I was like, Hollywood? Like, this is where I'm from. Like, why would we put Hollywood? Because in England, like, when you want to die, you want to go die in Hollywood. It's this magical place. And and so after a couple of weeks of convincing, I was like, okay, you know, okay, let's do it. And it was genuine to the brand because we were born in Hollywood. So you went into Neiman Marcus in 2011. Tell us what's starting to happen to your life. What does your house look like at this <laughs> point? We were the shippers. We were the billers. We did everything. I mean, there's boxes everywhere. We were labeling jars ourselves, just you know, we were doing everything and it's, I would never take it back or do anything differently because I feel like I knew my brand so well, every aspect of the brand. I mean, I knew what it was like to pack a box and, and ship it and run it to FedEx or when we would get checks in the mail, I used to go and deposit them in like the ATM, <laughs> you know, we didn't have yeah. like a check deposit machine and I had to set up the QuickBooks and cause I had never done that before. 
And we just like learned everything along the way. I mean, we had no experience whatsoever. I mean, I remember Neiman said, are you EDI compliant? And I was like, yes, absolutely. I'm like, what the hell is EDI? When we got off the phone and, uh, you know, I Googled it and it's like this system that like your system talks to their system. That's how you get orders, you know, but it's like, I just did it. Got off the phone, found a company, signed them up. Now we're EDI compliant, <laughs> but I didn't dare say no. Yeah. So Youth Mud was your original product, mm-hmm. but the one that really took off is the Super Mud. Super Mud, yeah. So tell us how it's different. Yeah. So Youth Mud it has exfoliating properties. It has the green tea. It's going to smooth your skin, soften your skin, give you this really nice glow. Super Mud, um, we were doing a lot of things backstage for American Idol, and there was a lot of the kids um, that this is their first time in Hollywood on sets, makeup, lights, and their skin was starting to really suffer. And they said, you know, is there anything I can use? At that time, I also started getting cystic acne and I never had any skin problems. And it was like kind of hormonal around my chin area. So like I was having, I was getting cortisone shots. We thought, well, maybe there's a way we can make something. So we went, you know, back down to the lab, And we said, well, what could we do? You know, it would be another clay-based product, but how could we make it so powerful that it really would be for any kind of problematic skin? And we knew that acids were really good for the skin. And we knew there were certain acids that were very common in skincare, salicylic, glycolic, uh, lactic. We had this huge list of acids. And there was some acids that are just absolutely incredible that doctors use that really work. So we narrowed it down to six. Even the chemist was like, six, that's a lot, you know? And so we spent a ton of time figuring out what that right balance was. And then we ended up using real eucalyptus because eucalyptus is very healing on the skin. Um, We found a different clay because, you know, all clays have different benefits. So we didn't want to use the same clay as youth mud because there must be another clay out there that's even more beneficial for problematic skin. So we found that clay and we did a pull purification process to make it that much you know, better for the skin. I remember the first time we had taken it to American Idol and one of the guys, he put it on like on a, one of his little spots. And when he took it off, like the bump had gone down and he was like, oh my gosh. You mentioned charcoal. And so is that, were you guys one of the first to use that? Because as we know, since Super Mud came to be, it's just charcoal has exploded. Yeah. I can't say that we were yeah. first because I mean, we're probably not the first yeah. to be honest. Um, we did use a more powerful form of it an activated X charcoal, um, which is a bit more powerful. Um, but you know, like even just the youth mud, I mean, we started as a mask brand, like we weren't the first to create masks, but when we did launch masks were a dying category, you know, and it was um, Brands had masks, but they just weren't selling. They were being discontinued and what have you. And there's been some articles that have been written that says, you know, Glam Glow kind of reinvigorated the mask category, mm-hmm. and especially back then. And there was really no, I mean, back then, it sounds like so long ago. It was really, <laughs> really only a few years ago. But we were really the only indie small brand, you know, against all the big boys. Like there really wasn't, you know, these other small you know, brands that are now exploding. You know, there wasn't social media. There wasn't any of that. It was just strictly consumers and press and all that. I remember being at a Sephora event. There was another founder. I won't say the brand. And uh, he has a, you know, pretty big, you know, decent-sized brand and definitely has a lot of masks in, uh, in the brand and said to us, thank you for reinvigorating my mask business. Um, but it was, you know, I was like, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> what do we get from it? <laughs> yeah. I have to ask, what's your favorite product? 
I'm not a multi-masker, meaning I don't, you know, do my T-zone with one mask and my cheeks with another. Mm-hmm. I multi-mask in my own way. So I do like usually three masks, full face, back to back, sometimes mm-hmm. four. Like that's my multi-masking because for me, it's just like this incredible facial at home. So I'll usually do like youth mud first. I'll follow with super and then depends on my skin. I might do our, um, flash mud for brightening or, and then our thirsty mud for hydration. But you know, I, you know, I'll spend a good, you know, 30, 45 minutes depending doing multiple masks back to back. And then my skin is like, thank you. (laughs) So Glam Glow is definitely one of the fastest growing indie beauty brands. You were acquired by Estee Lauder. Which year was that? January, 2015. Oh my gosh. We seal the deal. That's amazing. So (laughs) now you're in 86 countries, 6,000 stores. That was before the acquisition. Oh, wow. I don't know how we did it. We were reading that you'd said something about if you're not winning on social media, you're not really winning in this sort of space. So can you elaborate? Our social has completely changed. I mean, we went from, you know, me managing the social and having, you know, a thousand followers um, to a few years ago, you know, we had a social team come on board. Now we're at, you know, 1.2, 1.3 million. But what really kind of propelled us and really exploded our social media was we did a collaboration with Sega for Sonic the Hedgehog's 25th anniversary and we did a limited edition our gravity mud which is our silver peel off mask but we did it in this limited edition uh, Sonic blue color we didn't expect it to be as big as it as it was um, but it just exploded you know, I think one of the things with social is um, visual. You know, our products are very visual, and I think that's what, um, you know, what consumers like, whether it's a good visual or a bad visual. You know, we have mm-hmm. a bubble mask that you're like, it's bubbling, and it's a sheet mask, and it's like, you're not so cute when you use it, but it's fun to, like, watch. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, it's, it's important. I know that, like, some people think maybe it's gone a bit too far one way or the other with, like, too many bells and whistles or, like, tricks with skincare do you ever like want to um reel it back in a bit or like what's your stance on it now yeah I mean I think there's you know if you are doing kind of these like stunts or collaborations or whatever you might call them too often then it just gets oversaturated you know we've we've done a few but we're not doing any more right now because there's nothing that's right for the brand and we have other amazing products that we need to focus on and you know we did the sonic we did my little pony which was super cute um you know we did a power rangers when the movie came out but now it's like, you know, we get contacted all the time, but it just, it has to feel mm-hmm. right. It has to be right. And then you do have to give it a break, yeah. you know, because otherwise it is too much, yeah. you know, and for consumers. Is that inspired by your daughter or where does that inspiration <laughs> come from to do My Little Pony or whatnot? <laughs> no, I mean, it was an idea that kind of came, but of course, I mean, I don't know. I think I know every woman that I know had My Little Ponies and my daughter's had my, you know, she's had her My Little Ponies and her friends that had their My So My Little Pony is so nostalgic that it just kind of makes sense and they're just so cute and we had the perfect product to do something with them for. So it, Mm -hmm. it made sense for, for us. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you have to just be very strategic about it and you have to know when is enough. Yeah. Uh, and then know when to kind of do it again. Can you speak to how they're still good for your skin? Cause I think it's hard to, you know, it's hard to imagine like this glitter is going to give you benefits. So, I mean, the glitter is in there for the fun, right? The disruption, but the formula is the same as our gravity mud, which, you know, it firms, it tones, you know, gives you a glow to your skin. So the, the benefits didn't change. We just added in 
the glitter element or, you know, made it the different color or whatever, but the actual benefits of it are the same. And, you know, Glam Glow is, you know, our mission statement is sexy, disruptive, and fun. So everything we do has to be those three words. So we may or may not have heard <laughs> that there might be some exciting news around your hero best-selling product. Superman? Yeah. Is there anything <laughs> that you can share on that front? So yes, we do have some exciting things coming that might kind of work in conjunction with our super mud or be under that franchise. Okay. <laughs> Exciting. Stay tuned. Yeah. That's great. Okay. There will be an overnight softening cream coming. Can you tell us what it's called or anything about it? Yes. It's okay. called good in bed is the name of the product and it's a passion fruit skin softening cream and passion fruit is kind of one of the main ingredients. There are a couple acids in there. Um, but it's incredible. You put it on at night. It's your nighttime cream. When you wake up in the morning, the acids have kind of done their thing and the passion fruit and your skin is just nourished, but it's completely transformed. It's super soft. Like it's just, you look in the, it's one of those things. Again, you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my gosh, my skin just looks transformed. Yeah. So I'm really excited about it. The packaging is red, this beautiful red color, which we've never done. Um, I'm not really a red girl, but this product really it, yeah. it resonated red, especially with the name good in bed and the packaging is really beautiful. So, so you're going to put on a thick layer. You're going to put on kind of a medium layer, just okay. a cream, rub it yeah. in. Yeah. Just like you're like a nighttime moisturizer. Okay. Yeah. And then you just go to bed and wake up and your skin is just super, super baby soft and, um, transformed. And as a female entrepreneur and a working mom, do you have any self-care tips that you can share with our <laughs> audience and how you kind of just um, maintain all of the aspects of your life? Yeah. I mean, spending time with my daughter is like super important, but also to make you a good mom, a good woman, a good, you know, boss, businesswoman, whatever, then you have to take care of yourself. So I'm super into working out. Um, it's not only good, obviously, for the body, but for the mind. I started, um, there's near where I live, it's called Novo Body, and it's a old school weightlifting philosophy, but it's in a class setting. So it's like plates and heavy weights and bars and all these things, but it's totally transformed my body, but also my mind. So once I started doing this, it's just like any stress I had or, you know, I was just able to kind of unwind and kind of refocus on the day or whatever's going on in, in life and business. Mm -hmm. um, but I think taking that time for yourself, some kind of physical activity, I think is so important. Do you have a cause that's really close to your heart? I'm on the board um, here in Santa Monica for uh, an organization called the Rape Foundation, which is in Santa Monica. Uh, I think especially now more than ever, it's a topic that you know, is very important um, with the whole Me Too. So I'm super honored to be on that board. And and that helps uh, victims? Of yeah, so it's a center where it's you don't pay for anything and you can go and you can get all the treatment. You can have from start to finish, prosecution, all of that in-house. Um, you never have to go anywhere else and it's all free. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and it doesn't matter your, your economic, you know, whether you can afford it or not, it's free. What was some great advice you got along the way from maybe another entrepreneur in the beauty space? I think it's so important to surround yourself with people that uplift you, that are there to support you. Um, there's going to be negative people along the way. We had so many people that said, what is this? This is just mud. Um, but, you know, just never taking no for an answer and knowing that you try, you fail, you get back up and you try again, you know, but definitely surrounding yourself with people that uplift you that can give you advice because you, know, you don't know everything, you know, and you should never think that you know everything. You know, there was so much that we didn't know um, that we had to figure out. And for me, those were kind of the important things. Mm -hmm. 
Thanks for tuning in. Visit BreakingBeautyPodcast.com for details on all the damn good products we talked about in today's episode. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter. That way you'll get every episode delivered right to your inbox. You won't miss a single thing. Or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast fix. And please show us some love by rating us or reviewing us in iTunes. See you next time. Like a cherry bomb, like a cherry bomb.